Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Gen Divide podcast. I'm your host, Grace. And I'm the other host, Scott. <laughs> Today, we'll be, we will be doing our second ever Gen Divide music review. So basically how it works is that my dad will choose an album from his childhood years or around when he was my age. So like 80s, that's basically the time, early maybe 90s, early 90s. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. And then I will pick a more current album from the past few years is what we decided. So then we both listen to these albums for two weeks. Then we come back here and give our thoughts and a letter grade to each album. So last review, we did Heartbreak Weather by Niall Horn and... I can't... Oh, Duran Duran's <laughs> Rio. Rio. So you can find our thoughts on those by going to episode three, Barf. which is titled Your Mom Likes Duran Duran. It was also our Mother's Day episode, which is the Your Mom reference there. So, But today we are reviewing NF's The Search and Van Halen's 1984, which we chose two weeks ago. So we will start with 1984. And I think you have a few thought or a few notes yeah. to give us. Yeah. So just a few things about the album. Um, one of the top albums, according to Billboard magazine, of the uh, 1980s, I think they had it coming in at number 81, which looking back, I'm kind of <laughs> like blown away. It didn't, it didn't get a little bit higher of a ranking than that. Uh, but it was, I thought it was pretty uh, interesting, some things on it. was Obviously, it was released in 1984, named 1984. Lead singer of the band was David Lee Roth. This was his last album with Van Halen until he returned to the band in 2012. Oh, um, wow. And I'm sure there was all kind of drama around that. Maybe we'll save that for a, another, another um, podcast. It sold 10 million copies. It was basically their best album ever. Uh, it received a lot of very good uh, critical reviews. It was number two on the on the uh, Billboard top charts when it came out for five consecutive weeks behind Michael Jackson's Thriller for all mm. five of those weeks. It held number one Van Halen's 1984, which we're going to hear from here in just a little bit, was number two. Interesting fact there was Eddie Van Halen made a guest performance on Michael Jackson's Thriller album. So um, mm. Van Halen was kind of his own demise on never becoming number one, maybe <laughs> because he was on the number one album during that same mm. time. Um, the big singles uh, include included Jump uh, and Panama were the big two. Hot for Teacher was oh, wow. a big one as well. Something else fun that we did here, Grace, that you didn't mention was that we also picked a music video. Yep. A music video, for, music video for both of these artists. So Van Halen being my pick. Uh, I had her watch Hot for Teacher, which if anyone can <laughs> remember that video or if you've never watched it, go check it out. Uh, but it is uh, definitely one I think that you can have some opinions on. So um, the initial things here, you know, just about about the album, uh, you know, the reason I picked it was, again, similar to Duran Duran. I feel like it has a very... Uh, a very identifiable 1980s sound. 
and we'll kind of kick off a little bit going in the background. Under the All fair right. usage, we're allowed to do this <laughs> one since we're being critical of the albums. Uh, right. And this is going to be the first time we try this. And if we get sued, yep. we're not going to do it again. Just so you guys know, it sounds super loud to me right now, which we did a test and apparently it doesn't to you guys. It's a little loud on my end. Yeah. So this, of course, is Jump. Which uh, you still hear a lot, I feel like. Every once yes. in a while you hear it at Definitely. live events. You'll hear it at games, uh, sporting events, stuff like that. So um, it's interesting that a song, you know, anytime you have a song from however many years ago that was, 30 some odd years ago, continue to have play now. I mean, I think that that's a true testament to not only the band, but also yep. the album overall and the song. So. Um, those are the, re- those are the reasons I picked it. That's a little bit about the album. So why don't we, uh, spin this around on you now, Grace? What were your thoughts of Van Halen's 1984? Okay. So we'll start with my favorites and least favorites. So, um, jump was one of my favorites actually, but that might be because I've heard it so much. Also Panama was one of my favorites, but I, have I heard that one? Probably. Or um, probably not. Again, a very signature sound from them. Definitely, um, you know, like I said, it was one of the three big singles that came off of this. And uh, you may have heard it before. I don't think it would have been something that we would have necessarily played very often around here. But nonetheless, it could have it could have shown up in some movies or, or whatever. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of a timeless sound from them. This part here. yes but you know panama didn't stick out to me as much as jump did of course but i did like that one and then the other one is i'll wait despite me constantly wondering you know which you'll see this as a pattern of what i think of this album i was always wondering when is this song going to end (laughs) and i realized it's not like too long of a song four and a half minutes or so but and i i kind of liked it but it was weird. I was like, how long is this song? I get that. And I and I left that out. That was also a single that they released and became a top 20 hit on its own, just like Panama oh. and uh, I'm just Jump digging it. all the hits. Yeah, you're digging the hits. <laughs> you have a good ear, kid. Have you have ear. a good ear. You could have been... <laughs> You could have probably been in radio management in the 1980s. <laughs> oh, dang. You could have wasted, been like... Wasted talent. Another one, though. I mean, this is such a signature sound. The drums in all their songs, I think, are very signature uh, and very um, telling of of their music, for sure. So, all good picks, Grace, for sure. What about least favorite? Did you have a least favorite? I didn't really have a standout least favorite, because I'm going to be honest, most of the other songs kind of blended together for me. And I tried really hard, but it, it just wasn't happening. I couldn't pick a least favorite, you know? Yeah. So... But from the rest of the songs, there were, like, pieces of them that I liked, which would be, like, I think, what did you say was at the beginning of Hot for Teacher that sounded like a muffler yes, on a bike? No, yeah, it's the drums. I mean, this another one. I mean, this right here. And a lot of it, because of the music video, I mean, it was also a radio hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like that. It reminded me of, like, the bikers in Teen Beach Movie, which I think... That was about, like, the 50s was supposed to be, I think. Right um, here, this part coming right here. Yeah, but 
overall, I didn't really like the song that much. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> so is that going to be your I least favorite? I like the piece, though. Um, I guess you could say that. I really just wrote that as a, an example of like a piece that I liked from a song, but I guess you could say that it's my least favorite. So let's go ahead while we're on Hot for Teacher. What did you think of the music video? Okay. Um, it was interesting. It definitely gave me like the old, probably, I guess, 80s feel. I wouldn't be able to put my finger on it if I didn't know, but it definitely seemed old. Um, uh, I guess it was kind of weird yeah. that they were... They were in it, and they were just, like, around all these kids, <laughs> <Yes>. the teacher. <laughs> also, it was very interesting to see the way they looked, um, which I think was basically how I expected them to look, to be honest, um, with the hair, yeah. the big hair. Um, I mean, overall, I thought it was a good music video, I guess, just a so, little weird. So I have not gone back and rewatched it. I don't know when the last time I watched it was, but I remember almost feeling like it was semi-disturbing back then. Like, and, and part of that may have been the same thing you just said. Because it looked said. like they, they were in a school. Yes. Just, just grown men. All around these little kids. Yeah. And then this clearly like not a teacher, not that a teacher, you know, couldn't look like that, but nonetheless, I mean. Probably not going to pull off dressing to school that way, right? If you're no, a teacher, prob- probably not. Have you ever had one of your teachers show up like that? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, and I can't even really remember. I wish I would have gone back and watched it with you, uh, <laughs> just because I feel like there's even some of the kids are a little disturbing acting. Am I yeah. right? Is yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that one, again. One of the kids. It looked like. Um, a movie. I don't know what movie I would be thinking of, but his glasses and like this face he just kept making. And he's yes. like, that's Like, weird. was he kind of supposed to look like the ultimate nerd? Yeah, kinda? I think yeah. so. I think yeah. so. But his glasses were like magnifying his eyes, if yeah. I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> no, that's exactly how I remember it, too. <laughs> and it, 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 yeah, I think that guy also was a little disturbing. Oh, I think gosh. just the looks on his face throughout. Um, <laughs> I'm very almost glad. Like just dirty feeling, you know. Yeah, I'm very glad you picked this music video. I thought it was a good pick. Yeah, I can't really remember the jump music video, but I feel like it is uh, seriously just Eddie or uh, uh, David Lee Roth jumping on a stage for the entire <laughs> song. You know what I mean? Like every time it's yeah. like jump, like he's flying through the air oh, or something like that. I may be completely cool. off on that, yeah. but uh, and then I can't remember any of the other ones as well. So. Um, turn that down a little bit now. So any, any final thoughts from Grace on 1984 before you give it a grade? Um, I did not like the super long, um, guitar solos. So I'm just going to say it was there. There were a lot of them, I think. So those guitar solos were by a guitarist named Eddie Van Halen. Mm, for whom okay. the band is named. Oh, <laughs> and, for and probably so that's what why they were he got to known. do that. And that's why, you know, David Lee Roth leaves. You think about most bands, the lead singer leaves, it's over. But mm-hmm. in this case, Van Halen was the guitars. So Eddie, or David yeah. Lee Roth, gone. I they bring in that. a guy, Sammy it. Hagar. Um, and again, changes a little bit of the message. Uh, your mom and I were just talking about this because we were listening to this album the other day just to kind of freshen up on it and 
David Lee Roth, I mean, Hot for Teacher and Jump are very fitting for how his style, I think. Just a lot of fun, big hair, party party, uh, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, crossing the line. Whereas a lot of the <laughs> yeah. stuff when they replaced him started to get maybe even a little more motivational at times. Oh, okay. And just kind of like, you know. Okay. I don't know. I And I may be off, I'm sure. I, I was not a huge Van Halen fan, but this album was was a big one. So um, okay. what else then? You didn't like the guitarist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did not realize that that was like their thing, but I didn't really like it. Also, the intros and most of the outros for each song were super long, or at least it felt like to me. Oh, what do you think? Did they feel long to you? Um, I don't know if they feel long, just because, again, I think that stuff's kind of what made their sound, especially yeah, on this yeah. album. Maybe um, I just don't get it. I don't get Van Halen. No, maybe. I think I think you get it. I think you've nailed all of it. It's just, this is the this is the whole idea, right? Gen Divide is, these are the things that uh, don't, uh, ha- maybe don't translate from one generation to the next. And part of that being, you know, does new music get right to it a little quicker? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because of... And this could be because we've become more impatient over time. So if the Maybe. hook doesn't grab us quick on the radio, we're hitting the button and going to the next song. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Uh, whereas back then you had to uh, turn a dial and try and tune in and find the right station in 1984 <laughs> while you were navigating down the highway. Oh, gosh. So you just fought through the intro and you waited until, you know, David Lee Roth kicked in and then it was all fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one last thing, which I think a lot of people could relate to this. Like the first time you listen to an album, like going through it, it's kind of like there's a cloud over the music a little bit, or especially if you're listening to, to it in the background, it kind of like dampens the high and the lows of it, each song and like the individuality of each track. And that's how I felt when listening to Rio for the first time and pretty much every other album I've listened to. And so I thought like every other album when I went through it again, that would kind of like disappear like when it did in Rio and I was able to pick out like a favorite and least favorite, but it just didn't. It was very weird, but I guess that's happened to other albums for me. Sure. So do you think that means you liked the entire thing or it was all on the same level? Yeah. All on the same part, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, I get that. So before yeah. I should I pick out my favorites and give final thoughts and then we both give it a grade or do you want to go um, ahead and give it a grade? You can give your final thoughts. Okay, so uh, and I, I'm not going to give a whole lot of final thoughts. I, I enjoyed getting to go back and listen to this again. I thought it was a lot of fun. I didn't spend as much time listening in 1984 as I did NF just because I had to get a lot more familiar with NF in order to be able to talk about mm-hmm. that album. And I felt pretty well versed on 1984. Uh, but it was a, it was a lot of fun. I think this this album to me represents like that fun, big hair, party all the time, MTV that was the early 1980s, early to mid, if not the whole 1980s. And I just yeah. think the album's a lot of fun. I think it, it's it's uh, it really. I like David Lee Roth at that time, and I can remember when he left Van Halen, kind of thinking, "Oh, it's over." You know, I mean, because <laughs> as as someone that wasn't really like, you know, listening for the guitar as much as just the sound of the whole band, as we often do, I think I put a lot of stock and weight into the lead singer. Uh, mm-hmm. But they went on to put out big album after big album, even after he left. And 
Uh, and then when he came back in 2012, which I didn't even realize he did, uh, they did an album called A Different Kind of Truth in 2012, and he returned as the lead singer. Uh, I can only imagine what um, time and all the partying and hard living had done to him by 2012, <laughs> but I'm betting he was just as much fun. Yeah. So, um, That'd be fun. Final thoughts. My, yeah, my favorite uh, song is... Panama, probably. Uh, again, I, I like Jump a lot. I do feel like Jump's probably the one that gets overplayed uh, or yeah. is a little even overplayed from my childhood. Panama's way up there. Drop Dead Legs is another one. Uh, I also liked uh, I'll Wait quite a bit. Uh, and then, of course, enjoyed the music video for Hot for Teacher. My least favorite one, and as soon as I heard it, when I went back and listened to this, because, again, this isn't something I listened to much over the last several years, 20, Mm -hmm. uh, is Top Jimmy. It's the Mm -hmm. one after Panama, between Panama and Drop Dead Legs. I don't know. It just doesn't fit well for me. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't like the song that much. I definitely don't like the placement of it on the album. Um, And I'm sure all of of our listeners that love that song just tuned out, Grace. Dang it. They just unsubscribed. Look what you did. You should have done what I did. I can't pick a least favorite. There you go. So Um, that would be, that is without a doubt. In fact, if that's the only, I put all of them at a high level except for that. Uh, And I just can't stand it. I can't stand (laughs) that song. You can't stand it? Okay. But whatever. All right, so final grades, you go first. Okay, so um, I was thinking about it, and so I didn't really like this. Um, I liked Rio more, so I was going to give it a C-, minus, but then I was thinking, oh, yeah, but jump. I mean, I like it. I like it when I hear that come on, and giving the credit where credit's due for that, that's pretty great that that's still so played. So I'm just going to give it a solid C. Nice. Grace, as I started playing that when you were talking about it, giving Van Halen a C, you just started smiling when Jump started playing. (laughs) I I don't know if you realize that or not. (laughs) But is that what this song does for you? Maybe. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. All right, so Grace gives it a C. Uh, after considering a C minus, so they should feel lucky to get that. David Lee Roth and Eddie Van Halen should just be like Duran Duran did. Super, super lucky. Super lucky uh, to get that. So I also um, don't know. It's not something you know. When we think about the the um, the how we would grade this, right? We talked about creativity, yes. uniqueness. I think when you look at the ones that I'm bringing from the '80s, staying power is a big part, though, right? Are there yeah. still songs on yeah. there that are considered hits and still listened to by uh, the current genre or is getting play? Like in this case, it's sporting events and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, just would we want to listen to this very often? Uh, or again, for that mm. matter. So uh, for me, I think it ranks pretty high in most of those areas. I don't, I don't know that it's something that I would pick very often to listen to. Like if we're just driving to, to see Grandma and Grandpa <laughs> and we've got a 45 minutes ahead of us, I don't know if I'm picking when, this when out. be your pick. I don't think it's going to be very high up there, but it was a really nice trip down memory lane getting to listen to the album again. I am going to give it a B-. Uh, I think it ranks super okay. high in everything, uh, except for, in my case, it's just not one uh, 
mm. I'm going to go back to very often. But this was a lot of fun with this album. All right. So, B minus from me, C from Grace. Yep. Um, even though it was one of the top albums of the 80s. I know. Uh, I just can't. No, I hear you. Neither can I. All right. So let's go ahead and now transition over to uh, your album. How about that? All right. Which Sounds was great. NF's The, the Search. Search. And I'll let you kick okay. it off with some fun facts. All right. So The Search, according to Spotify, totals out one hour and 16 minutes with 20 tracks, counting the interlude and the edit of time, which basically just plays time again. I still don't know what the difference is between the edit and but whatever um it was released july 26th 2019 and i think it was expected to debut at number two behind chance the rapper's debut album but it exceeded expectations debuted at one number one and just did a lot better than i guess whoever predicts that thought it would do so that's good I'm wondering um, if playing, just real quick, I'm wondering if playing NF in the background while you're talking about it is going to be more confusing on the podcast. Like, are they going to think an angry man is in our room right now? <laughs> just yelling at us. Oh, my gosh. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, that's... That's it. This is his fourth album as NF. I think he had... He released things before these four as just Nathan. Nathan Firestein or Stein? Mm, let's go with Stein. All right, Firestein. Um, sounds cooler. Sounds cooler. It does. It does. <laughs> All right. Um, you can go ahead and give us your thoughts on the search. You can start with some favorites, least favorites. Um, give us some all your other thoughts. All right, so uh, I was just a little familiar with NF, and it came okay. from you, and and just on our uh, drives every once in a while, requesting songs from probably this album, maybe even some from the last. Um, and so I had an idea, yeah. and I can tell you, my first thought was, well, this guy is just trying to sound like Eminem, <laughs> and I'm thinking that that is probably oh. most people that don't aren't familiar I with it. Okay, yeah. And I've got an interesting story on that that I'll, I'll get to. Um, but I did see in reading a little bit about NF, I mean, he does say, like, the yeah. only thing he listened to for a long period of his yeah, youth was Eminem. Eminem. And so I think it only Means makes so. sense that it come, his sound is derived from that, and I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, I don't think that takes anything away on some of those things we talked about, except for in the area of uniqueness. But even then he does have a little bit of a different flow from time to time. Mm -hmm. And he definitely different. has a different message, especially on this album. Uh, I would not to say that, yeah. um, you know, some, there's not some overlap with Eminem songs in terms of message, but nonetheless, mm -hmm. this whole album very much has, has one, uh, direct, um, message in my mind, you know, so okay. I'm going to mute that just so it doesn't sound like there's a man, uh, screaming in the living room while we're talking about a little <laughs> bit more. Um, but I will say this, I really liked the album. 
I really like the album. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed listening to it. I use it as background music as at, at work for the last two weeks. I listened to it uh, on my way to and from work and everywhere else I go. And I think it's really catchy. I, I think he's a great rapper. I think um, the music is so good. I think it has that really cool kind of dramatic feel in almost every song. Yes. I mean, he's got like orchestras involved and choirs involved at time. Really creative, different little voices singing on mm-hmm. some of this stuff. Um, Very dramatic. Yeah, and I really, it's really nice. dig it, though. I really yeah. like it a lot and think that it's something um, that um, – not that I probably would have found on my own. Uh, one thing that is uh, interesting with it and that I think separates him from Eminem and some of these other guys that kind of have a similar sound to that mm-hmm. is that NF doesn't cuss. Oh, yeah. And you know my thoughts on I for- cussing. I forget that sometimes, honestly. Yeah, and you know my thoughts but on cussing, right? You better do it if you're rapping. No, I, that's not my <laughs> thought at all. Oh, okay. But I, uh, I do think that you can add. I, I, I kind of like it's it okay. when it's done yeah. well. It, I like it, you mm-hmm. know, and I think it, it, uh, it fits well and can, can add some emphasis in areas, obviously. So, and uh, but I never felt like there was an absence in this. I think he's so Definitely. good at his flow Definitely. and the lyrics and the and and what he's saying is so. Uh, well done that it it doesn't matter he doesn't need it to to accomplish anything it's crazy i he's probably the only rapper i listen to so i don't know what's that even mean well you and i listen to tupac all the time uh i just like his big ones and i don't is that i don't think i've heard tupac rap what do you mean didn't I? Didn't we just play Brenda's Got a Baby like a month ago and sit there and listen it, to the lyrics together? I don't. I thought he was just kind of talking. <laughs> oh gosh, you're breaking my heart <laughs> right now. Sorry, Move I'm on. Sorry. All right, let me get okay. back to my thoughts. All right, your thoughts uh, on your the thoughts. album. So um, I think t- tons of uh, production value. Very dramatic. Uh, I, I like. The overlying message, I, I relate to it. I think it's something that's also very relatable to his audience, which I'm assuming his mass audience is like that tweener to <laughs> tweener. 28, 30-year-old yeah. um, Gen Zer, kind of like yourself, like um, that is possibly... Uh, struggling with different things. Um, I think that a lot of the messages throughout this thing are really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, mental health, uh, loneliness, uh, being yourself, having your own identity. Those are all the things I kind of took away from it as the main messages. Um, and, and again, a lot, lot broader with all that, but nonetheless. Um, as far as my favorite song on the album... Um, it's really hard for me not to I, leave, leave me alone is my favorite song. <laughs> it's the one that I get the most excited yeah. about when I hear it come on, uh, followed shortly by the search, which those are number two and number one in terms of track order on the album, which at first I was really afraid grace that it was just yeah. because I was starting the album every day when I would take off for work uh-huh. and I usually would make it to work in about 15 minutes or less. So I got through it. the search, leave me alone and change. 
And then I would, yeah. pl- I would have it still playing, but then people are coming up to me and talking to me or I'm dealing with work stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the last two days, I spent a lot of time focusing on the back half of this album, uh, right, which again, right, yeah. it's 20 tracks. Is yeah. that right? Or ni- tw- 19 or 20? 20. Now, last, kind of last week you ridiculed me because Duran Duran was so long. I'm this sorry, album, I'm sorry. This album checks out at over double the length of Van Halen's oh. 1984, just for well, fairness. Yeah, but Van Halen was only nine songs, and each one was... But I guess the songs on the search are also kind of long. Yeah, there's there's but, a couple that are three something, but almost all of them are four or more. Is it what ju- I it just feels different when he does it because it's just like so much and so immersive. It feels well, like he could go on as long as he wants. And with his lyrics and the stories and the message that he brings, it is a it is an album. I mean, it's written and to me, it's meant to be listened to in the order that he puts it on the album, which I love that because to me, there's yep. a story there. Another another thing that Eminem's always done really well, I think, is kind of laying out the album to where it kind of makes makes the overall story. But nonetheless, I will say this: I think it could have been a little bit of a shorter album. I think twenty <laughs> tracks, even though one of them's a repeat and another one's like an interlude where he's yeah, talking about uh, about basically how he had it all and still wasn't happy, which again, part of that underlying message of, of, uh, loneliness, mental health and all that. But, Mm -hmm. um, the, the, uh, I think there could have been some of these that could have been shaved out. Uh, but nonetheless, it's good from top to bottom. I really struggled, uh, to pick out a least Least favorite. favorite? Um, there's a lot, I like change a lot. um, a few, like, so as I'm looking at the list here, and I made notes on every one of them, uh, the ones that, oh, I really like No Excuses. We talked about that. Add that to the top. So I've got right, four at right. the top is what I'm going to no say. Excuses. Um, the, and I like to hate myself. I'll take five. Yeah, I do remember five. that. I do remember um, you saying that. And I really liked When I Grow Up. <laughs> so now I'm at six so songs <laughs> that I really liked. Uh, mm. Returns was one oh, that off that the top one. of that my one, head. That one's it's it's and the notes crazy. I wrote here was a good flow with a really simple beat. Um, mm. On only that's the one where there's like a really weird little voice. It sounds like a yes. a Munchkin or something is talking, <laughs> you know. And yeah. I kind of dig that. I just thought you know something interesting. <laughs> um, man, I don't. I miss the days. Good options i get all right so i'm gonna put options as my bottom one and even as of right now i don't know that i can i would know know it if i heard it unfortunately and again what's interesting is that's number 17 so that's near the end especially because the last two don't really count uh or i'm sorry the last one doesn't count and then number 11 is the interlude where he talks but uh i guess that's what i'd say is options but i really like the whole album from top to bottom i really um um, it would have been difficult to pick, you know, the only reason I can say that one would be my least favorite is because it just doesn't stand out. And I have very few notes. In fact, the only note is pretty good flow. Um, <laughs> but I, I really like one of the things I really right. like about him that is also very reminiscent of Eminem is how he changes flow. And he's kind of mm-hmm. his the cadence of his rapping changes three or four times, usually within one song. Uh, and that's really interesting. Not only the speed with which he delivers, but even like 
the rhythm in which he rhymes. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, all that changes a lot, and I think that's really interesting. So I really I love the album. Uh, I'm glad you picked it. It's something that I will listen to uh, some more, I'm sure, going forward. Um, and I'll hold off on my grade until you give your feedback, best song, worst song, final thoughts. Okay, so... Like you, I also have a lot of favorites, but if I had to pick one, it would probably be Nate. Do you remember that one? Nate. Let me, hold on. Let's just see what my notes say on Nate. I said, oh yeah, I do like it. It was a message to a younger NF. Good message on being strong for younger children and fighting through adversity. So how how are Mm -hmm. those notes? Do those notes sum it up? Yes, pretty much, which that's... I found that surprising, like I, because that one's obviously such a personal one with it being him talking to his younger self. So I find it kind of weird that it was my favorite, but at the same time, you know, it's, it can be, it could also be related to many others, but um, I really like the story through that one. And and the flow, it was that one was just a really good one. And then I also really liked "Leave Me Alone" and "Returns." When I listen to "Returns," it's just like, I it was it's so amazing. Really, I can't even handle it sometimes. But um, if someone ever challenged me, some sort of battle, lip sync battle, I'd do this song. You would do "Returns." Uh, yeah, I'd get in their Can face. We- can we get a little bit of it right now? Can you lip sync? I'll, I'll, no, uh, no. I'll give play, play someone, by play. Lip sync, you're not going to sing. <laughs> I'm challenging you right now. Here we go. She's got it, guys. She knows it word for word. She even I has mean, dance moves. I even have dance moves. I wish we had our YouTube channel up and running already. That, oh, this would be so much no. more fun on our YouTube channel. That was money. <laughs> I, I'll really prepare something yes. later. Okay. Um, Man, this is a good one. Man, but he's, again, so much drama. So aggressive. It's just like so aggressive. Yes. So so aggressive. All the uh, production involved in this is insane. There's mm-hmm. not one simple song on this. You know, there, yeah. there's the interlude is like the only simple thing, and it's just him <laughs> talking. Other than that, even the ones that you kind of feel like, uh, like that one, I wrote simple beat. It's mm-hmm. not that simple. I mean, the beat is, but listen to all this madness this extra in the background. It's crazy. There's some type of keyboard, maybe like a Philharmonic Orchestra. I don't know. I think these are so good to listen to when I'm on a run. It's just like, it, it's so good for that. Whenever I listen to his music, I can feel like my, I don't know if it's my senses heightening or something along those lines, but, oh my gosh. You're um, my daughter. You're my daughter. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the same way. And this, and this album kind of did th- that to me, too. Like, I really enjoyed, I haven't been running, but I have been riding my bike a ton lately. And there's, I would find myself kind of biking to the song. So when he's getting aggressive, <laughs> yeah. I'm just flying through town, cutting off base. vehicles and, you know, power sliding into our neighbors and stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, oh I agree. I could really feel it. And the, the beats yeah. are all so good on this, too. Um, 
No Excuses was another one of my favorites. But I usually have No Excuses, and I pair that with Options, which you said was your least favorite. Um, you do pairings? Well, I mean, on some albums, I do kind of pair songs together. But these ones are just like the ones when I'm running. I feel like they have the really good lyrics, I guess. Yeah. So... Two funny stories real quick kind of about this album. There's been uh, – I've been playing it a lot at the gym. So I coach at a gym here locally. And before, I'll, I'll, I'll play in, in F a lot. And, and it's only just because it's, it's kind of perfect mu- uh, music for that environment while mm-hmm. people are just warming up, getting ready. And, um, and even when they're working out for that matter. But I had a couple people come up and ask me what Eminem song this was. Yeah, twice, and it I, wasn't. On, it may have been on No Excuses. I can't even remember what the um, song was. That's what's playing in the background right now. But I don't. I can't remember okay. what songs. But I said it's actually not Eminem. This is a guy wow. named NF. But it's a very similar sound, wow. so I understand. And these weren't. It's not that's, like these were people that probably listened to a ton of Eminem, anyways. But yeah, I mean, that's you, pretty interesting. The sound though. is very. I don't know. It is very reminiscent of Eminem. So I, yeah, I understood that completely. Um, and then someone today, this song was playing, and it was one of our neighbors that was there. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, I can't remember what she thought this was saying, but she didn't <laughs> think it was saying no excuses. And I walked up and I said, that's right. You have no excuses to do the work right now. You need to just do this work. <laughs> and she said something like, oh, I thought it was saying something Man, I wish I could remember. It was like um, something like no sirs or something like that. I was like, what? Pretty <laughs> weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't want to say my least favorite because I like it, but it's just... Ooh. Do it, do it, do it. Time. Ooh, okay. All right. Uh, hey, hold I on. I didn't want to say that because it's like... A, it's kind of like a standout on the album a little bit. It is, but I kind of might be right there with you. It would be near the bottom. Mm-hmm. So this one is a radio hit. Yes. How this many one has are radio, been on the radio hits? I think, I think this is the only one I've heard on the radio. I don't know. Is this well, him singing? Yes. I do like when he sings. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a very like, genuine voice. Like kinda. in Trauma at the end, it's yeah. kind of him singing to... Yeah. I, I, I may change mine to this because I agree, mm-hmm. and I get—I don't know if it's just because that one had that familiar song or sound since we'd listened to it on the radio or not. But yeah. nonetheless, I'm I right just, there with you. I just really hate saying that, but I—it is my least favorite. The one I just kind of like eh, skip that. N- most NF of the just time. Nate just unsubscribed to our podcast. No. Goodbye, Nate. No. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So, any final thoughts? Um, I sometimes I listen to NF in the hallways at school, or I did when there was Ooh. school, and um, it just like it, it puts me in this like focused mindset. Almost, I don't know what I, I was focused on, but I was focused. But also high energy, high energy and focused, which usually isn't a pairing that I get at the same time. Also, it feels like I'm in, I'm in a tunnel when I'm listening to his music. And the word that sometimes pops into my head is tunnel vision, yeah. which I think maybe has a few lyrics that kind of give me that idea. But um, 
I think that's my last note on this. Do you want to give your rating? Well, one thing too, Letter real quick. Grade? I do. I do want to just a quick tease. Let's not forget what you just mentioned about s- listening to this in the hallways of school when we do our podcast about school. Okay. Um, yeah. And then also, <clears throat> I could see that. I kind of think the same thing. I almost found myself on my when I was riding my bike and listening to this where I would almost have my hat kind of pulled down mm-hmm. where I could just see the area right in front of me and Gosh. I'm just pedaling. I'm just going. Yeah. I mean, I can see. I'm not going to hit anything. I mean, like, okay. I see everything in front of me, but it's almost like I'm not glancing around looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, moving. So there is something Perfect I, I for running. kind of uh, agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Or biking. Or biking. Or biking. All right. So um, you want me to give it my grade? Yes. And then I'll give it my grade. All right, so um, this was a tough one for me because the um, everything in me kind of wanted to not like this that much because it's really? current rap. It doesn't have <laughs> cuss words. It um, and and some other reasons. Oh my gosh. Um, and I, but I did, and I think I think it is creative. I think it's very well done. I don't know that it's going to have a whole lot of stuff that has long-term staying power. I don't know that it's super – there's definitely parts of it that are super unique. Unfortunately, uh, and it's not even a big deal, but if you're grading uniqueness, though, a lot of his sound in terms of his voice and and, and a lot of his flow isn't that unique. I mean, it, it is – very similar to Eminem, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see where someone that hadn't heard a lot of him and maybe not a lot of Eminem either would get them confused. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I am going to give it a B plus. Okay. Uh, it is something I would listen to again. It is something that um, I enjoyed. Uh, and I really battled between like A minus and B plus. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, and, and yeah. I kind of landed on B plus just, oh, okay. and again, we'll see. I feel like the A has got to be something like, so yeah, well, there's also the, the A top. plus. Oh yeah. A, a plus has got to be like it's super perfect. rare, super rare. I don't think I've, I, my I don't know if I can ever give an A plus. Yeah. My fear was you were going to give everything an A plus when we start everything you recommended <laughs> was going to get an A plus. Everything I recommended. <laughs> and then I'd give all of yours like a C, C minus. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't relate to this, Dad. Or this man or just yells jump over and over again. Over Dad. and over. <laughs> no, I mean maybe I honestly wouldn't have minded if it was different versions of jump. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now you're always going to think about Hopper Teacher and that weird guy with the <laughs> Coke bottle glasses, and wasn't he like sweating real bad or something? I think like so that? yeah, and then he had I he had a lot like of a lot gel of in his hair. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Everyone okay. should go back. This is that little voice. Yeah. Yep. All right. Daisy thinks that voice is weird. Um, okay. So I promise that I'm not being biased or anything, but I just like really, I just really love this and I'm giving it an A. Ooh, a an solid, a even. solid A. Okay. I just think it's so amazing. It it deserves the A for from me. And I didn't want to give the A out this early maybe, but it's happening. Well, and I kind of fear that's what I did too just now with the B minus. I'm going to stick to it though cuz I do think mm-hmm. um 
I'm, I'm, that, that's where I landed for sure. But I love that you gave this an A. I love yeah. that you love. I love it's that you so like good. this. It's so uh, good because it definitely does. I mean, I think there's something um, to be said about about this. And I'll say this. And I know I said it earlier. To me, the messages in the music are what makes this right. Mm-hmm. And I think too, like that is Tupac to me, right? And a little bit Eminem too yeah. has stories, and he has some. Some songs from time to time and even albums that's kind of got that I'm coming back, I'm, uh, you know, you can't hold me down kind of message, I guess, to it. Uh, a lot of yeah. early Tupac stuff had stories and messages to it. And I think that's what I related to it, how, why I related to it so much. Uh, and this one is, is definitely right there in terms of there's an underlying message. Um, and I think in the end, it's a good one. At times, it's a little a little down. I mean, depression, loneliness, anxiety, OCD, mm-hmm. all these things are things he, he doesn't dance around them. He flat talks about them, says them, yeah. defines them in some of the songs. Um, but man, bottom line is that's, that's kind of where we're at. We're kind of at the point where yeah. I'm like, this is so cool. Cause it's directly addressing mental health. Uh, and especially mm-hmm. to me, it's kind of aiming it at the generation, your generation, you know? So, um, I like it. I love that you like it so much. All right. So there you Are go. A ready? from Grace, B plus from me. Are we ready for the new albums? I think you should give me yours first. Why do you think it should be me first? Um, I don't know. Because we, we, we've just been doing yours first. So Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm going to, um, as we let, we're just going to let NF kind of continue to play in the background here. Since we're being critical of it. And since we did a review. Yeah. Um, So my album is going to be released in 1983, Michael Jackson's Thriller. So the album that was number one. So I'm bringing out heavy hitters, I feel like. But this is a big, big heavy hitter. It was number one for 37 consecutive weeks. I won't give a whole lot more facts behind it. Um, But I've got some awesome stories to tell about Michael Jackson. and not 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 the horrible ones that you know are involved with Michael Jackson, but kind of just what a fan I was as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the album, Michael Jackson's Thriller. Have you ever listened to that album? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Good. That that makes it even better. The only okay. reason I was a little worried about about doing that one was um, I was afraid you were, you know, that you were kind of possibly a already ventured into that and listened to it once or twice. So Mm -hmm. that'll make it even better. All right. So what's yours? Okay. So this week I really want to give you a five seconds of summer album. And I was debating over young blood or their newest one. Calm. I have been giving you the newest album from every artist and, but young blood has more because it's a deluxe version too, but it is kind of long. Not as long as this one, I don't think, but it is long. So I don't know if I want to give you a break or not. Uh, Either way, Grace, you pick it. Okay. Pick the one you like the most. That's what I'd say. The one I like the most? Yes, between the two. Okay. Um, And I only say that because I know you're a big fan. You know what I mean? So you're making me pick. Well, I just say pick the one you think, you know, that you like the most. Because you know I'm going to be playing it for the next two weeks now. 
<laughs> okay, I'm going to give you Young Blood. Okay. By Five Seconds of Summer, and yep. I had something else to say, but I forgot. So in two weeks, we're going to review this. Now, that might be two or three episodes mm-hmm. from now, depending on kind of how we do some of, the, some of these other episodes between now and then. So it'll either be six, or I'm sorry, it'll either be seven, episode seven or episode eight. But we'll probably sure do it as a standalone, that. just like we did this one. Because, Grace, we have been podcasting now talking about uh, NF and Van Halen for 47 minutes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's it's fun. It's okay. Awesome. Yeah. So let's do All some right. quick teasers um, for our next uh, episodes and kind of what's coming up. Okay. Um, as always, I want to encourage you guys, our audience, to give both of these albums a listen and like message or email us any of your thoughts um, or anything about our podcast, really. Our email is gendividepodcast at gmail.com and our Instagram is at gen divide podcast and we're going to be getting our social medias up and running soon um i'm not sure what our twitter is dad you kind of have the lead on that yeah twitter is just at gen divide and we'll get that going as well as well as a facebook Um, page probably all right also we have two playlists made on spotify one called gen divide current music where you will find the two albums that we are listening to at that very moment so you can listen to it with us or you can go to Gen Divide All Music playlist, and you there you will find every album we've ever done in this segment. Love it. Love it. And they All can right. subscribe, follow those on Spotify. Yep. And listen to us right listen. there, Listen. Right? Yep. You can just go, if you're listening on Spotify, you can just go find it right now, like it. Um, and our next episode, the theme is going to be school, and we are going to have a special guest, I believe. Yes, are we, we going to give away the identity of our no, special No, let's guests? not give it away quite yet. Let's hold okay. it in our back pocket just in case they change their mind. Oh, yeah, of <laughs> course. We can't, we can't make them feel like they're trapped in this. Yeah, exactly. As fun as that could be. <laughs> okay, is that it, or do you have any other messages? No, I think that's it. I'm looking forward to the next episode. Uh, again, uh, I guess the one thing we'd mention is we might throw a curveball on – um, the next new albums. So after we mm-hmm. review uh, these two, Young Blood and Thriller, uh, here in a couple of weeks, we may uh, throw a little curveball at everybody um, and do something a little bit different with the music reviews. But just like Grace said, we'd love okay. to hear your feedback. Whether you text us, hit us up on Instagram individually. I'm at Scott Heiler, and I am at Grace Heiler. Or you can email us, just like Grace said, Gen Divide Podcast at gmail.com. But other than that, all good, Grace. All right. Bye.